Hello, I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Katie Sewell. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. And this week, I am in San Francisco, and I'm with my sister, who some of you have already met by listening to the episode Sisters, Sarah Johnson. Hello. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Kate. All right. So thanks for coming to visit me, even though you didn't specifically come to visit me, but thank you. You had an idea for what we should do in this bittersweet moment. I did. So maybe a little known fact about Katie. She loves to interview and does not love to be interviewed. So I am challenging her to let me interview her today instead of her asking questions of me. Yes. And it's not so much that I don't like being interviewed. It's that I'm not used to being interviewed. I'm usually on the other side of things. So it's an odd place for me to be. But since uh, this is a a short episode, I'm willing to do it. (laughs) All right. What do you want to know? Okay. First question. How did you and Tiffany come up with the name The Bittersweet Life? Uh, It's interesting because I wonder if we would remember this the same way. The way that I remember it, we were in Rome and we were brainstorming. And I guess we were trying to figure out, because at that point we didn't know how long the show was going to last. And we didn't know if it was going to just be a show that happened the year I was living in Rome and then was over. So we were trying to think, should it be a play on Rome in some way? And I said, well, you know, like it's the Dolce Vita and Tiffany, I remember her just saying, no, yeah, but it's like it's the bitter Dolce Vita, is how she put it. The bittersweet life. That's interesting. All right, you've been doing this for about five years. What was your very favorite episode or the most memorable episode? That would be impossible to answer. <laughs> uh, I still really, really love the series that we did on the senses, on the five senses. It's in season one. I like those a lot. I love the episode when I leave Rome. I still think that one's really great. Partly because I was used to being very stoic public radio at that time when I first started doing this show. And so that show has a lot of emotion in it. And I wasn't used to being able to show a lot of emotion on the radio at that time. Interesting. How about the most uncomfortable moment you've had doing this show? Um, oh, <laughs> probably we had a historian, Mary Beard, on the show talking about Rome for her book, SPQR. And she showed up to be interviewed. She had just gotten off of a red-eye flight. She was very frazzled and sort of just so not in the mood to be interviewed. But she had agreed. And she was very brusque and was like, okay, well do you mind if I just lay down while we do this interview? So she's the only person I've ever interviewed who was actually laying down during an interview. <laughs> so imagine as it, we're doing this interview in your hotel room, imagine if, if you were just like laying on your bed and I'm just sitting in a chair next to you and we're talking. But as the course of the conversation went along, she perked up a bit and it actually became a lot of fun. She never did sit up, but uh, it did end up being a really fun interview to do, but I was definitely intimidated by her sort of being like, all right, let's just do this, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should try it. Do you want to lay down? (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) It's terrible form. (laughs) That episode's called SPQR, if you want to hear what a person sounds like laying down while they're interviewed. So that was more uncomfortable than the things you had to do on your Truth and Dare episode for the secret episode that people got to hear. Oh, for the one that people haven't gotten to hear. 
Yeah, only people who participated in the Shareathon got to hear that one. Actually, though, if you go on Patreon right now and you pledge your support at any level, you can hear the Truth or Dare episode. But yeah, oh yeah, I, I, I kind of think of that one as an episode outside of time. Like it's sort of its own thing. But certainly, yeah, I make a phone call in that episode that was probably the most mortifying phone call I've ever made in my entire life. I'm just giggling and just like, you can just hear this sort of like, (laughs) I was just so nervous. I actually made a friend of mine dial for me because I was so scared. I can tell you that as your sister, that was the best episode ever to listen to because there's nothing that makes siblings happier than watching their other siblings <laughs> go through something mortifying. <laughs> so. and, and particularly something they brought on themselves. Yeah, a listener dared me to do it, but I didn't have to interpret it the way that I did. So anyway, explore Patreon if you want to hear that. Uh, patreon.com slash the bittersweet life podcast and i can tell you listeners it's worth it it's definitely worth it to hear that episode you should do it again i wish you did it weekly well we we actually talked about that if things on patreon really catch on we might let new people submit new questions because the questions people came up with and the dares they came up with were so smart so brilliant so funny yes and tiffany sings in that one too you know she always talks about singing opera and i hadn't heard tiffany sing opera and at least it 10 years when so it was fun for me to hear that tape because you know it'd been a long time you know I knew Tiffany when she was in sixth grade that was probably the last time we really spent any time together (laughs) and so I always think when she talks about being an opera singer I'm always like whatever she sings opera like in her shower but no she's really good (laughs) yeah it's impressive turns out turns out she's not in sixth grade anymore yeah Hi there, it's Tiffany. And I'm Katie. We are breaking into the show really quick, so I can ask Katie a question. Yes? So, since you've worked for public radio for almost two decades, I mean, you're a trained radio professional. Yeah. Yeah. What is it like for you, specifically for you, to listen to podcasts? I mean, podcasting is kind of like the new blogging. Everyone's doing it. Everyone and their uncle, people who probably have no experience. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants to have a podcast right now. (laughs) Everybody wants to have a podcast. What do you make of it? Well, in a way, I really love it because I'm a huge fan of audio as a medium for art. I have loved radio since I was a little, a little, little, little person. So I'm very glad that people are so interested in it. That said, I audition new podcasts every single week. Really? Looking for new things to listen to. And I hear a lot of shows that are making mistakes that could be avoided if the hosts or the producers of those shows knew a little bit more about radio and weren't just trying to dive in and get going at it. If they knew a little bit more about what makes radio work and what makes it not work, that sort of thing. Hmm. And now people can get that advice directly from you. That's right. I know. So podcast consulting with Katie. This is just one of many thank you gifts that you'll find at our new Patreon page. So you can get help with your podcast dreams and support the show that you love at the same time. Yes. Visit patreon.com slash the bittersweet life podcast pledge to financially support this show and you can pick up some podcasting help or some other great prizes if you prefer. Patreon, if you've never heard of it before, is a website that makes it easy for you to support the independent art that you love, like this show. Yes, we we humbly consider ourselves artists, and we work really hard to make this show, and we hope that it inspires you and that it entertains you. And if it does, 
we ask you to help support it. Yes. You know that art doesn't occur in a vacuum. It needs people who are patrons of those arts to keep them going. We can't do it without you. Please visit patreon.com slash the bittersweet life podcast right now and help us keep this show going. That's spelled if you're a terrible speller like me. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash the bittersweet life. And we'll put a link in the show notes too. Thank you so much. And now back to the show. Okay, so now I want to know your, I know there's been some chatter on social media that are you going to stay in San Francisco? Are you going to move to Seattle? What is Katie going to do? What would be the bitter part about leaving San Francisco? And what would be the sweet part about leaving San Francisco? If we did. Um, did. Yeah. It's hard because a place is so many things. But I think the bitterest thing about, just from a logistical standpoint, about living in Seattle versus San Francisco is Seattle has pretty bad transit and you really, really do need a car. So you're committed to driving more if you're in Seattle. Whereas in San Francisco, you can pretty much live without a car and it's almost easier if you don't have a car. I do really like that about here i mean and there's people here that i really like the friends i've met have been pretty great but the sweet thing about moving back to seattle is i have five times the amount of friends there and so of course that's appealing they're both pretty cities in their own way and seattle's a little less expensive it's still extremely expensive but it's a little less expensive than san francisco so i like that about it our parents are there yeah, that's true. But I mean, there's some sacrifices, you know, that we'd have to give up. I have a lot of good writing time here. I've made some interesting work contacts here. So I don't know. It's it's definitely a complicated. <laughs> complicated and bittersweet. Bittersweet. Well, you know, I'm, I'm nostalgic. So every time something could end, I start going, well, I don't know. I don't think it should end necessarily. Okay. We are, you are. You and Tiffany are five years in to the bittersweet life. Who would have thought? A, congrats on that. Thank you. Where do you hope or what do you see in the bittersweet life's future five years from now in, say, the year 2024? Where do you hope to be or wish to be or ex- expect to be or see yourself being? Ugh, I don't even know. Like, I have no idea if it will even be a show in 2024. Uh, why not? <laughs> well, I mean, because financially it makes no sense. It really doesn't. And of course, we do it for other reasons than financial gain. But I mean, the, the show actually costs us a lot of money. So, so yeah, I mean, it would need to become somehow recognized as something worth paying for. Or we figure out how to monetize it in some way. And people always are like, why don't you just get a sponsor? Well, you know, it's it's really not that easy. Like a lot of the, the shows that you here with sponsors had some sort of backing at some point and we've been building this thing from the ground up from the very beginning and so it's not like we we purposefully didn't launch it with a network to try to keep it independently driven i don't know if that was the right decision uh it's certainly been a learning curve so yeah i don't know i mean it remains to be seen i mean there's so many reasons why i show up and do it anyway so who knows i mean i hope it's still around and i hope it's thriving so logistically speaking, since I'm not in audio or radio, and given the sheer volume of just bloopers and ums, I've probably said, <laughs> how long does it take to edit an episode? Because you're going to have to do some doozies on mine today. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, the thing that makes it this easier, actually, is because we're sitting in the same room. It makes it automatically easier for me to edit 
Tiffany and I are not in the same room. Obviously, she's in Rome. I'm in San Francisco, which means when we talk, she tapes her side. I tape my side. And then I stitch the audio together, making sure that it sounds like we laugh at the right time. So it sounds like it's very organic, but it's actually quite a bit of work to put together, not to mention taking out conversations that don't go anywhere. And definitely, as Tiffany likes to joke in the live shows, whenever we do a live show, she always says, now you're going to find out how I really talk <laughs> because, because the way she talks is different than how she talks on the show because I do edit her and myself for that matter. So it depends on how long and how complicated the episode is, but anywhere from four to eight hours for a half an hour. Yeah, I could see why you need to make some money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you've noticed, all of my shirts have holes in them, right? <laughs> yes, but they've been that way for most of your life. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so. that's true. I mean, well, you know, money's always been a problem. <laughs> so, uh, okay, maybe last question. You tell me on time, but has anybody ever told you when they were sitting across from you that you look like Princess Leia with your headphones <laughs> on? No. Are you telling me that? You do look like Princess Leia right now. <laughs> yeah, I wear big headphones this is another reason why when Tiffany, like people look at us weird if we're taping in public and part of that's the microphone, but part of it is I'm wearing these like giant cans on my head and new podcasters, note to new podcasters out there, they never want to wear them because they don't want to look stupid, right? Especially if they're out in public, having to talk to people, walking through a museum, talking to museum curators or something. They're like, I will wear little earbuds or whatever, but I don't want to wear giant headphones. You have to, because the most important thing is that you hear what's going on. You just don't hear as well through little tiny earbuds, right? Or heaven forbid, so many people try to do it without using headphones at all. Oh, don't do that. That's like the worst thing. How do you even know the tape recorder's running? You got to wear your giant giant cans it's just important well i don't think of princess leia as looking stupid and i think you'd enrage all star wars fans if you said that so i think you can at least pat yourself on the back that you don't look as stupid as some people might because you do have a princess leia look about you right now if only you were wearing a white flowing robe and carrying a little gun, Big well, gun. this is a shotgun microphone <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true so if you would just carry it hold it differently like a some sort of weapon and stand next to a wookie you'd have it down right yeah, there you go. Well, should we leave it there? You tell me. I think we could. Until next time, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Stoll. Join us again. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you love it, leave us a good review. And please tell all your friends about us. Also, if you have an idea for a bittersweet moment, send it to us by email or voice memo. We're at bittersweetlife at mail.com. Or you can just find us at the contact page at thebittersweetlife.net. Or on all the social medias, just search for The Bittersweet Life. Yes.